Welcome to Real Talk with the Queen's Home Team, where we talk about life, business, and everything related to the New York City real estate market. Here is this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk with QHT. I'm your host, George Herrera, with the Queen's Home Team at Keller Williams Realty. And today I'm joined by my counterpart and my partner in life, my wife, uh, Abigail Herrera. It's October, if you yeah. can't tell. <laughs> we got the Halloween vibes going on here. The Halloween vibes. Yes. Scary movies all month long. We got Halloween vibes going on. We got a glass of wine. It's happy hour. Yes. So you're catching us at happy hour and we're recording a pod. It's been a minute. Yes. You know, so we kind of fell off there. Well. You know, it's uh, just life, you know, getting busy and uh, end of year planning with yes. the team, stuff like that. So Sorry for those of you who are avid listeners. Yeah, Thank for you the for avid your support. listeners. Yes. And we aim to please always. Yes. But we're back on it. We're back on it. And we're. Um, we have other get videos back. out there, though. Yeah. If you want, check out our YouTube channel. We started a new series, Q&A with QHT. So Sounds go like check that Q-Q-Q. out. Q-Q-Q. Q-Q-Q. Yes. And uh, like we're back. Investing. Yes. <laughs> the QQs. <laughs> oh, the Qs. <laughs> so we're back with another episode, another pod. We got another question of the week. Yay. Which I believe I'm answering. Abby's asking it. And uh, we have another question of the week also that we got from a listener on the last episode. And we didn't answer it. So we'll answer it here. Nice. Um, we have an aha of the week and we have a tip of the week. Wow. Uh, new listings. It's uh, been a little slow on the listing site. So no new listings. The ones we did have, they went into contract quickly. Mm. For um, After our last episode, we had a one family in Middle Village that came up and a one family in Sunnyside. But they both sold within the first two weeks. Yeah. So those are Interesting. gone. Um, and then we have Market Insights, which... There's a lot of market insights now because I'm creating, I'm working on the Q3 market report right now. How so exciting. I got a little sneak peek for you. Mm. And is the peak I hope you can contain bad. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have here also migration patterns. I figured we would add this. Yes. This is something that we added to our monthly homeowner newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um. And just we thought that homeowners might find it interesting where people are moving to. Absolutely. So I find it. Yeah. We only have one topic, but maybe we can think of like a couple others as the episode goes on. A couple of others. What? Um, Clients who sold and where they went. Oh, yeah. So if you can think of any, I have one. All right. All right. And then lastly, we're going to talk about what we're reading, watching, listening to, um, et cetera. Okay. All right. So Great. let's get it started. Can everybody? we jump right in? Let's Yay. do it. I need my hand claps. I need my okay. bombs, explosions, uh, funk flex, bombs. Yes. It's spooky this time. Even the birds are here waiting. You could play that music on the market insight section because some of these market insights are a little spooky. Oh, ooh. <laughs> all right. All right. That. So let's do this. So first thing, question of the week. I believe this is your segment. 
All right. So the question or topic of the week, FHA loan with waived inspection. Hmm. What's one avenue or aspect in... Wait, sorry. That was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's the question, actually. FHA loan with waived inspection. Please go ahead. No, that's... Uh the question is the next page. Pardon me. Pardon yes. me, sir. All right. Sorry. She forgot she had two pages in her handouts. Wait. Let me shuffle the paper so everybody knows. All right. FHA loan with waived inspection. Question mark. My wife and I are first-time home buyers looking to buy in an older area of our city and found a house we absolutely adored. Our realtor had been in contact with the selling agent every step of the way, and at the time, the sellers were going to make a decision it was between us with a conventional loan and another offer with an FHA loan, so we were told we were likely to get it. However, we did not get the house and were told that it was because the other offer waived inspection. I wasn't aware this was a thing that could be done with an FHA loan. I mentioned it to our realtor, and she just shrugged her shoulders and wasn't sure. Is, some, is someone probably just lying or maybe misunderstood something? Will their, excuse me, will their financing fall through if they don't get an inspection? We love this house and almost want to wait to see what happens before we aggressively pursue another home. Okay. All right. So the short version of the question. Two offers, uh -huh. one conventional, one FHA. Yes. One waived their inspection, which was the conventional loan, which ultimately the owner decided between the two mm -hmm. pursuing the conventional buyer yep and w which waived their inspection mm -hmm. versus that fha loan who didn't even know there was an option to waive an inspection yes so the question is can that be done with an fha loan number one okay so mm, yes <laughs> <laughs> next question please oh wow that was so straight okay so uh i guess we can only speak about our market right because who knows if different states have different laws but good point here in new york um yes fha or conventional uh a home buyer can make an offer and part of their terms can be that we're waiving the inspection correct and that really is only to the detriment of the buyer because you're not doing that due diligence but you are able to do it what could happen with fha is that you might waive the inspection and then as you go through the process, the mortgage process, there's a moment in time where you're going to get the appraisal done. The bank sends the appraiser and FHA loans tend to be a little more rigid in terms of how the house has to be functioning and how it's set up um, in order to approve the loan. So you could have a circumstance where you waive the inspection, you're in contract, but when the appraiser goes through the home, he might flag certain things in the home that they regard as not safe or um, just not livable, things that, you know, FHA loans have a certain set of guidelines that the house must meet. So there could be an instance where the bank says, you know, these things have to be repaired or a rail has to be put in here, window bars have to be removed in this room and things like that, that, that could happen. But can you do it? Yes, you can waive an inspection. And that's too bad that the, for a buyer to, Maybe they were willing to, but they didn't know that they could do that. Mm -hmm. So it's not advisable, mm -hmm. right? Well, I mean... Uh, Especially with an FHA loan, because that means that most likely you're putting a lower down payment. And usually FHA buyers might have less reserves, less overall 
funds available. So to waive an inspection, and then if you get some unforeseen surprise after you close that's really expensive, that could throw you for a loop there. So Yeah. I mean, to bottom line the question, is it allowed? Yes, it is allowed. You yeah. have a buyer has a right to waive an inspection as part of their terms. Mm-hmm. It comes with its risks. That's, totally. That is the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, it comes with risk. But can you do it? Yes, yes you can. Definitely okay. consult with your agent before doing something like that. And also your lender. So your lender can and explain your lender. to you as well. That That's actually a good source because, as George mentioned, um, it does comes it comes with more rigid requirements for this type of loan. So you can certainly consult with your lender so they can give you pros and cons of it all as well. Yes, all right. totally. Great all question. Right. Thank yes, you. Yes, great question there. Person. Now, the other question is from one of our avid listeners. Okay. I believe it's Jerry. All righty. Is it Jerry that asked this one? Yes. Uh, Jerry so McMahon again. Hello, uh-huh. Jerry. He's the one that sent us the two questions, right? After yeah. the last episode. Mm-hmm. So the question he asked, uh, and this will be for Abby, what's one avenue or aspect in real estate that you want to learn more about? I really, and I was just speaking about this earlier today, um, because in our in my journey in real estate, I, I deal with a lot of older clientele as my clients, mm. you know, that become my clients. And so at the stage in their life when they're looking to um, uh, they're, they're looking into the idea of selling their property because various reasons such as downsizing, um, maybe affordability in New York City, mm-hmm. they're on a fixed income, perhaps there's illness in the family, uh, whether it's the person themselves that are ill at an older age or it's the adult children helping their um, elderly parents mm-hmm. throughout this process, which is also very common for us. Yeah. I'd love to know more about just what's going on with um, elder care, um, like facilities that can help them, assisted living facilities in case that that situation is needed, um, guidance through lawyers to help protect assets, all these kinds of things relating to older yeah. age that could be valuable for people. Um, yeah, that's that's what I want to know more about now. That's a good one. Because especially think for us even... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. And the same thing for us, although we're middle mid-aged, you know, whatever that yeah what do you call well that? yeah yeah so but in any event where we are in our lives because it's constantly in our face each week mm-hmm. we're we're constantly planning about uh, planning for our future and yeah. you know and so planning planning this far ahead i think is great because you're you're doing your best to limit surprises later or be more prepared for those surprise on on uh, you know, those uh, surprises later or just yes. be more prepared in general, right? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be a surprise. Yeah. But it not only allows you to prepare, us to prepare personally, helps our our family and then also in turn helps our clients. Yes. And make those connections with the people that are, are valuable. Yeah, for sure. And I think there, I read a stat somewhere the other day where next year, I think it's next year, that more people will be turning 65 than at any point in history. Wow. Or something like that. The amount of people that are going to be turning 65. So they're all in that that same boat that you're speaking of, right? That's when you're entering those retirement years or or transitioning and, you know, moving, all the things that come associated with that. So that's a great one. So uh, senior, specialist, all that kind of information. Yeah. Okay. Wait, um, let me just go backtrack for just a moment because I just wanted to make sure everyone was aware I'm still 21 for many years in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, Wait, no. I like to be 30 
many years in a row. Yeah. That was a good year. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. All right. All right, okay. awesome. So next we have uh, our aha of the week. Oh. Yeah. So I have one. This is a quick one, but I, I read this in our uh, Nice Art magazine that we get. As realtors, we get a magazine every month from the New York State Association of Realtors. And one of the articles they had was all about pets and service animals, emotional support animals, and how we as licensees are supposed to interact and engage with any um, potential consumer, any consumers who have emotional support animals or service animals. It's a, a lot of stuff in here, a lot of really good stuff, but the main aha was just the difference of a service animal versus an emotional support animal. So this is the definition. So a service animal is defined by the Americans with Disabilities Act as a dog that has been individually trained to perform tasks or do work for an individual with a disability. So they've been trained to perform certain tasks for a disability. So that specifically a dog on uh, top and, of that. And a dog specifically, yeah. For it to be a service animal can only be a dog. And then an emotional support animal, in contrast to service dogs, aren't covered under the Americans with Disabilities Act. So they do serve um, their uh, for people with a disability, but they aren't recognized. No, they aren't um, trained to do a specific task. Oh, understood. So okay, that's that the sense. difference. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. And there's all kind of stuff because in the article it talks about, you know, licensees and, you know, tenants who have uh, a service animal, emotional support animal, how we're supposed to go about that. So I might write a blog post on all of this um, with some uh, some of the frequently asked questions and stuff. So to take a look at that on our website, queenshometeam.com. Give, give me like three weeks. Okay, wait. Yeah. Question. Yes. If you had an emotional support animal that was a dog and was trained to serve beer, will that count? Uh, well, emotional support animals don't need to be trained to do specific tasks, but a service animal? Hey, only yeah. if it was a disability. If uh. getting your beer was a disability. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. unfortunately, no. Okay. Okay, good to know. So, uh next we have a tip abby had all a right. tip for all of us all righty y'all so get your gutters cleaned everyone okay it's that time this is the time of the year when all the leaves are falling at least in you know new york city the leaves are falling on the streets your gutters are getting full uh full gutters lead to flooding it, it just leaks inside of a property. It pretty it much seeps. ends up, yeah, making water seep through into your house into through your like home, doors or windows, through doors, right? Doors, windows, yeah. yes. And we're telling you personally because it happened. It's to us. happened, yes. I also have another suggestion, which I've I've learned from a handful of clients throughout the years, but we've never really done it ourselves, is to also get your your sewer line snaked and get it done by a professional, of course, that knows what they're doing, because the idea is that those sewer lines can also get clogged, whether it's tree roots leaves that get caught or, or debris that get caught that don't pass through the system. So, you know, especially with all these rainstorms that have continued to occur, uh, the, the ones that just happened about a couple weeks ago, yeah. you know, um, we actually had a bit of, unfortunately, a little bit of flooding. Um, nothing crazy, thank God. Um, but we had a little bit, and uh, thankfully our, our tenant had a, a smaller snake, which helped, but we still had our uh, licensed plumbing company come out and help snake the line, and they actually found tree roots. 
So that's something that's great to do. Uh, yeah. Our our plumber recommended at least twice a year. We had clients that had mentioned at least once a year. So I think I think with all mind. this rain, twice a year is probably advisable. Yeah, just Why don't not? mess around, you know. Just get your whole get the whole line snaked uh, twice a year, and that should help. And the other advice I have for you, because maintaining a home is an active responsibility, mm-hmm. and so to keep up to keep up with all this. You know, have have yourself some type of reminder book, you know, calendar, your iPhone, whatever you're using to organize the yearly things that have to get done with your home. Just have it recurring, whether it's yeah. yearly, bi yearly, quarterly, whatever. That's the other advice we I should, have. We should include that in our homeowner newsletter. What? Like that month's suggested home maintenance tips. That is awesome. You know, because, yeah, it's really. We used to have a homekeeper app that we would use, mm-hmm. um, but we don't have that anymore. But yeah, it's uh, you really need to stay on top. Every month, there's like something that is good to do. Yeah, yeah. We have great referrals for plumbing companies that are licensed and insured, mm-hmm. and we've used them for years. Uh, gutter companies, we've never we've cleaned our own we gutters, do it ourselves, right? Yeah. But I, I, we did take it upon ourselves this particular week to look up reputable companies. Yeah, and I found three companies. So if you need some referrals, hey, just. Reach out to us. Reach us. Queenshometeam.com. Happy to share the details, and you can do your own research on them as well. Yes. I have a tip. All right. Tell me. Canned wine. Ooh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you like buy a bottle, and then if you don't drink it in time, it goes bad. But with the canned wine, you know, one can is good for one night. It, it, hey, it stores. Perfect. Yeah, it's much better. So that's. Yeah. Uh, uh, off the uh, off the agenda there, but that's a small little tidbit there. All righty. All right. So next up, we talk about new listings, but we don't have any new listings this week. Uh huh. Right. Yes. So no new listings to talk about. We had those two that I mentioned, but they went into contract. Um, I guess we could talk about some our actives. We do have a one bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's a junior four mm-hmm. in uh, Jackson Heights. That's a uh, really good unit. So that one, you can check the link in the uh, the description. I'll leave it in the show notes. And also you can check queenshometeam.com. You'll be able to see it there. And we have a four family in Corona that is also a good one for investors, yeah, for so anyone looking for an income property or if someone has someone you know that might be doing a 1031. Um, this is a good property built oh, after 2000 nice. and has a tax abatement. Yes. Yeah. All, all um, good standing tenants as well. All right. All right. So is that for the new list, the active listings? That's for the active listings. All right. righty. So market insights. Yay. Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right. So 10-year treasury right now is at like 4.91%. If you've been listening to this podcast and you already have been tracking with us the 10-year, um, and it's at it's almost at five percent, which the last time it was this high was in like April of two thousand seven. Wow! So it's been a long time since it's been this high. If you listen to the pod, then you know that the ten year, you know, mortgage rates loosely follow the ten year Treasury. And so, um, as you can imagine, if the the ten year right now is four point nine percent. The last episode, it was 4.04%. So it was pretty much 4%. Oh, 
So it's risen 90 basis points since the last episode that we had. And as you can imagine, that affects the mortgage rates and, you know, they they are a lot higher. So I just logged in right now to see what the average 30 year fixed rate mortgage is. And it was 7.92 earlier today, but right now it says 8% for a average 30-year fixed rate mortgage. So this is actually the first time I'm seeing this, 8%. Wow. So if you if you listen to this in the next two or three days, I'm pretty sure you're going to already see the articles and the headlines and that mortgage rates hit 8%. So this is a... Uh, that's a big deal. The last episode we had, the mortgage rates were at 7.1%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, considering that not too long ago we were at 3%. I mean, when we bought um, the uh, in, in uh, Long Beach, that was we got under 3%. And that was maybe three years ago or something. So we're up now to 8%. It's 5% higher, more than wow. double. So that's a big deal. And... You know, honestly, we we are feeling something in the market right now where it feels very uh, still like it does feel like maybe within the last few weeks. I mean, we did have those two houses and those went quick. Well, naturally, that ties into affordability. Yeah. So higher interest rates means you're knocking out a lot of people that just can't afford with the higher interest rates or more what they want to buy. Where yeah. they want to buy it with yeah. the higher mortgage rates, right? Mm-hmm. So this is also why we're talking to people that are looking in other areas. Yeah, and the ones that have the opportunity to still financially afford here, inventory is low. Yeah, for, particularly for residential houses, right? Yes, inventory so is still that's low. That's also why those two listings that we had a couple weeks ago flew yeah. very quickly. Mm-hmm. That, what an interesting time. Yeah, so it's really interesting. The rates are very high. But you're not seeing it in the prices because inventory is still so low. If you had high inventory with these high rates, you would see prices down a lot. Mm -hmm. But because there isn't a lot of inventory, it's it's holding the prices. Even though generally for Queens as a whole, prices are down about 3%. But that's pretty modest, you know, Mm -hmm. considering how high rates are right now. Um, it's not that drastic of a of a price drop. So that's where we are right now. Just hit eight percent today. Um, so let's see what happens, but um, it is it is squeezing affordability for oh, sure, okay. the the high mortgage rates. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, so I'm working on the Q3 Queens real estate market report as we speak. So I wanted to just give some quick little stats for the market. and this is for, the third quarter of 2023 compared to, you know, the last year uh, of 2023, um, the Q3 of 2022. So home sales for this quarter are up 9% quarter over quarter. Okay. So actually the closed sales rose from Q2 to Q3, but they're down 22% from last year. Okay. So sales are down. 22%, 22%, as you can imagine, right? High rates, you're going to have less people buying. Then you have um, pending sales. So pending sales are down 3%, 3.6% from quarter two, second quarter. And pending sales for the last year, uh, or compared to last year, are up 4%. 
So they're holding pretty steady on the pending side. Mm -hmm. And as as far as prices are concerned, the median price in Queens um, right now is 674, which is down from uh, 680 in Q3 of last year. Okay. So a modest decline there. Over the last 12 months, the median price is down 3%. So that's where, you know, it's prices are uh, flat to down, but modest. Nothing, nothing drastic. Nothing extreme. nothing extreme as of yet. You know, we'll see what happens um, if mortgage rates hit eight and stay elevated in that eight and low eights range. Um, it could have an impact on the market and on buyer demand. So we'll see what happens. We'll definitely be monitoring that in the coming episodes. All right. That's interesting information, George. Yeah. So let's see what happens there. All right. Now, migration patterns. That's our new segment. Mm -hmm. And I have just one of a recent closing that we had. We had a client who sold a two-family in Astoria, and he moved to North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. That was North Carolina, right? Yeah, the Carolinas. Yeah. So... From Astoria to North Carolina, which is a pretty common thing. All right. Yeah. Down Do you south. have any? No, no. That's that's about right. No, any any sellers of where people have moved this year that um, you can recall? I mean, Florida. Absolutely, Florida is one of them. Uh huh. Um, out of state, it's usually the South as well. Georgia. Carolinas. I think we've had a few sellers move to Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, it's usually like on average, it's usually down south on the east coast yes yeah rare that they're going west or midwest mm -hmm. um some people we've talked we're talking to are looking looking into texas area but haven't made those changes yet yeah but the people that have officially moved and left majority of them are going southeast that's true to uh the sixth borough <laughs> florida, florida. <laughs> all right so uh next thing is just what we're reading watching uh listening to so for me, I would say Red Dot on Netflix. That was a movie that we just stumbled across and we watched it and it was super good. Mm -hmm. It was a thriller. It's a foreign movie, but I mean, it's uh, it has the dubbing over it. And anyway, it was like it's got a lot of twists and turns. So if you like those kind of movies, it's a good one. Red yeah. Dot Netflix. Oh, For me right now, I'm just watching a lot of scary Halloween movies. You know, horror films and things like this because it is October. Okay. And I uh, try to stay away from it throughout the f for the rest of the throughout the uh, throughout the year because I get nightmares. But nice. October is fun. There you go. <laughs> Scary movies. Scary movies. Um, everywhere. And the other one I would say is uh, Full Circle on HBO Max. So this is a show that's based in Queens. So if you if you like seeing Queens, or if you want to see Queens in a TV show. This one is in Queens, um, and it's pretty cool because they actually, you can tell they're here. You can see all the houses and the stores, um, so that one's pretty cool. Full circle on HBO Max. What would you call, What would you say? Is that a thriller? No, it's a... Mystery? Uh, no, We've it's, not, it? you know, drug, drug dealing, you know, uh, kind of gangs, drug dealing show. Uh -huh. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you're but, into that kind of thing. But it's in Queens, <laughs> so it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's You get fun. to see, actually, the local shops. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Richmond Hill, you know, they, they're all over. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay, cool, George. Well, you want to sign us it? off here? Yes. All right. Well, hmm. Signing off. Well, 
Okay, let me get philosophical. Philosophical. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank you for you. Thank you for everyone for stopping by, taking a moment to listen to us chit chat over here. Yes. We always find. We always hope that you find this information useful. Um, we we try to find content that we we feel that would actually be of value to listeners out there enough so that they might even want to share that information with other people. That's yeah. the idea of content, right? Mm -hmm. um, something of value that can actually help benefit your life. What, yes. what, that's the kind of content that we want to put out there. Yeah. Right. Um, so thank you for taking the time to listen in today. Um, we encourage you to check out our other social media platforms. We do have a YouTube channel with plenty of videos, a lot of good mm -hmm. local content relating to real estate for uh, Queens, especially Brooklyn, New York City as a whole. Instagram. Um, Instagram. We, mm -hmm. we we put our personalities out there. Have a lot of fun with our on our with our Instagram followers. So please take a look at that. And yeah. if you ever have any suggestions, you're curious about something aside of reaching out to us directly, and you want the world to know, then let us know. Shoot us a con shoot us your a message and let us know what you'd like to know. And you can even mention. I'd love to hear you answer this on the podcast. Because yes. You think it's valuable for other people, right? Yes, hundred percent. So reach out to us. Thank you for your time. Appreciate your appreciate you following and listening. And uh, this is Abigail Herrera and George Herrera signing out. Peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care, y'all. Have, Have a good, good one. one.